to the listener. It was the observation of the learned Gerson, when the world was not so old by as many years as it is now, that the aged world, like aged people, dotes and grows whimsical in its old age. Jean Gerson, 1363-1429, was a French poet, scholar, and theologian. Nothing confirms the truth of this observation more than the fond and groundless dreams and illusions of tranquility and continuing prosperity by which the multitudes please themselves, even while the sins of the times are so great and the signs of the times are so sad and somber. It is not the design of this book to frighten anyone with imaginary dangers, much less to sow jealousies or stir up the discontentment of the times, but it is a just matter of lamentation that all the tokens of God's anger produce with many of us no better fruit than bold censures and loud clamors instead of humiliation for our own sins and the due preparation to take up our own cross and follow Christ in his suffering, which is the only goal of this book. We read the histories of the early church sufferers, but not with a spirit prepared to follow them. Some censure them as too liberal with their blood, and others commend their courage and constancy, but where are those who sincerely resolve and prepare to be followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, or take them for an example of suffering affliction and of patience, James chapter 5, verse 10. It is as much our interest as it is our duty to be timely awakened out of our pleasant but mostly pernicious drowsiness. Troubles will be so much more sinking and intolerable if they take us by surprise. Just as expectation spoils any earthly comfort by sucking out much of its sweetness beforehand so that we find less in it when we come to the actual enjoyment, so the expectation of evils eases much of the dread and terror by accustoming our thoughts to them beforehand and making preparation for them. Then we do not find them so grievous, overwhelming, and intolerable when they do come. This was vibrantly demonstrated to us by holy Mr. Bradford the martyr, when the keeper's wife came running into his chamber saying, Oh, Mr. Bradford, I bring you heavy tidings, for tomorrow you must be burned. Your chain is now bought, and presently you must go to Newgate. He took off his hat and, looking up to heaven, said, O Lord, I thank thee for it. I have looked for this a long time. It comes not suddenly to me. The Lord make me worthy of it. You can see in this example the singular advantage of a prepared and ready soul. Listener, the cup of sufferings is a very bitter cup, and it is necessary that we sweeten it somewhat so that we may be able to receive it with thanksgiving. You will have some direction and help with what those sweetening ingredients are and how to prepare them in the following discourse. This has already once been presented to the public view, and it is my hearty desire that it may at this time, when it is most appropriate and seasonable, be even more useful and helpful to the people of God in their present duties. Yours and the Church's Servant in Christ, John Flavel